Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Skewered Universe Podcast. This is episode four. I'm your host, Jeff. So yesterday, Saturday, June the 2nd, I had the pleasure of getting together with my buddy Chris, and we recorded for damn near two fucking hours talking about Marvel Comics, the MCU, a few other tangents here and there while we were talking. It was just a good time. But since we recorded for almost two hours, I decided to split that recording into two episodes. So you're going to get a two-part Marvel experience here. Episodes four and five will be the Skewered Universe Marvel Spectacular, if you will. So we're going to dive right in here. And for the next about an hour, you're going to get part one. Enjoy. Alright everybody, so I'm here with my buddy Chris. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this is episode four. This is the Marvel episode. We're gonna talk Infinity War. We're gonna talk basically whatever you want to talk about from Marvel. So Finally. Where do it's you want to start? Finally man? happening. Alright, so wearing my Walmart Avengers <laughs> shirt <laughs> uh, for seven ninety nine cheap plug. Somebody came up to me and said, hey, look, um, you're a fan of Marvel? I'm like, no, dude, I'm a fan of Walmart. But <laughs> I got all my Avengers on this shirt. Uh, you'll have to check it out. Maybe we'll post a picture of it. Yeah, definitely. So you I take, it. take a picture and put it up. But, um, okay, so in preparation for this, I just want to let you know that, um, like we were talking earlier, hey, seen all of the Marvel movies, and in preparation for this, I've actually uh, revisited Phase 1. Ooh, you went all the way back. I went all the way back, and I'll tell you why. Because I want to be that guy that has the collection of all the Marvel movies posted on it at his house somewhere, maybe in a CD um, stand or maybe on the wall. Oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. So I'm not really buying into all of this. Oh, you have to see it in this order. No, dude, I'm going to see it in the order that it was released. So it went back to Iron Man. It went back to um, The Incredible Hulk. Iron Man 2, Thor. I already had the Avengers, but I'm going to be watching um, Captain America soon. But all of them are going to be in Blu-ray. They got oh, yeah. this thing where you can, um, you can get your digital copy. So there's a website, my, mymovies.com, myremoredmovies.com. So they're in the queuing. So, But I didn't get a chance to see uh, Cap before I came in, so that's my bad. But I've yeah. seen it before, so yeah, if you want to yeah, talk yeah. about it, we could do that. Oh, yeah. Cap, the... Captain America, the first Avenger, I mean, that was, basically, let's put it this way, that was my introduction to the backstory of Captain America, like, I knew who he was. Right. But to see that, I was like, okay, now I get it. Okay, let's let's just cut to it, dude. Who is your favorite, dude, of all the characters you've been introduced in the Marvel Universe? And I got a couple questions for you, dude, so, you know. My favorite, out of everyone that I've seen, and I've got a few that are close, but I'd have to say my overall... And it's just because of his attitude is Rocket Raccoon. Oh, this guy. You went with Bradley Cooper. Which doesn't even sound like Bradley Cooper. That's the beauty of it. But it's awesome. That's the beauty of it. I'm going to go with Thor. Thor is my guy, dude. Thor is up there as a close one, and it grew so much more after I saw Ragnarok. Thor is my guy. He, um, I don't know, maybe it's the King's Speech, dude. Maybe it's that old English way of talking even though he's australian dude but man <laughs> i just love the, that high speech that you know that that regal speech that father it reminded me of um ben kenobi and uh and yeah. Re- Re- revenge of the sith or something like that oh yeah I know Anakin, 
you were my brother. You know, like, <laughs> same thing. You know, you got Chris Chris Hemsworth, right? Going, Father, please grant me the kingdom. He's our Odin son. So it's that whole back and forth. Then you got Loki. Yeah. Brother. Which, which, by the way, I have to say, I, I know at some point these characters will be recast because these guys can't play them forever. I don't know how you're going to get somebody that can top Tom Hiddleston as Loki because he just kind of owns that part. Well, there, but I mean, there's reinterpretations of all these characters, so it's going to happen down the line. I mean, yes, there will be a shift that's coming coming soon, but um, you know, they they'll have an they have an answer for it that we haven't even figured it out yet. Oh but. yeah, they. I'm pretty sure they've already figured out where they're going to go. They're just waiting to let us know when the time comes. So here's my next question, because a part of all of this, the reason why I wanted to get to phase one first and keep on going right. was because, excuse me, I wanted to find out if you liked the first Hulk with Eric Bana or the second one with um, my man, American History X. Uh, what's his name? Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Okay. So let me let me give you okay. the insight. Okay, so a buddy of mine, we went and saw Hulk, the angly directed Eric Panna, you know, with Nick Nolte and all that. And we both thought, wow, that was actually kind of cool. It was something different. Correct. We fast forward to 2008. The Incredible Hulk comes out. I'm like, well, it's kind of weird they didn't you know, stick with the guy who's in the other one, but I get it. They're, you know, they're starting this whole thing. I thought that one was far superior. Wow. Okay. I enjoyed Edward Norton as Banner. Yes. I like what they did with the Hulk. Yes. It looked more realistic than the other one. I was looking back and comparing the two, the Ang Lee version, it was a little more cartoony. Right. But it just seemed... Like, they finally figured it out with that one. And then, of course, what happens is Edward Norton turns out to be hard to work with, so they hire Mark Ruffalo on. Ruffalo. You just which, you just saved me a Google search right now. <laughs> Good. Forgot that dude's name. Which actually, I think, worked out to be the best. Do you think Ruffalo's going to get his own Hulk movie? No. I don't think they're doing another Hulk movie. That's it. I don't think they're doing a solo Hulk movie. But if you look at Ragnarok, that pretty much... That was. is your Hulk movie. Yeah, because it was pretty much like 50%. Once you got there, it was like majority of it was about the Hulk and all this. Right. And then the Thor stuff, you know, in the beginning it was the Thor, and then you had this big thing with Hulk, and then Thor to finish it off. Okay, so of the three, who's your – and this doesn't even matter to me, I just – because we're on it, but – who is your favorite out of all three? Out of all three, I got to say the Ruffalo version. Ruffalo. It's just something about Ruffalo. it. I don't know. Like, I really... Like, Edward Norton is a close second. You weren't feeling bad at all? I did, but then looking back, I'm like... The okay. performances of the other two just outshined him. Okay. And is a good actor. Yes. Eric Bana is a good actor. I just... The Star Trek. Right? Yeah. Um. Alright, so here's my take. Because, you know, and also... Alright. I was... Um, I own the Spider-Mans. I own Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2 with Toby, Toby uh, Maguire. Yeah, Toby Maguire. I wasn't feeling, you know, uh, the other guy. Yeah, it's... Wasn't impressed. He was he was better in the suit as the smart-alecky, quippy Spider-Man that we know, but everything else was like, eh. Not talking about the Spider-Man now. 
Yeah, no, no, no. And I'm talking about Andrew Garfield, the Garfield. amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Save me another Google search. I'm loving this. All right, so, all <laughs> so okay, why. so all right, the this is what I remember. I could be wrong, and I'm, there's a reason I'm going in this direction. So just let me flow. Yeah, all right, yeah, check this out. It. All right, I also wanted to get all the movies because I wanted to see all the appearances of Stan Lee. And I think his appearance, his first appearance as a recurring cameo was in the Eric Bana Hulk. Are we going to do a Google yeah, search on that? Actually, he was because it was him and Lou Ferrigno were security guards. Correct. I think it was at the lab where the accident happened. Correct. Now, I just yeah. saw that, so you have a great memory. Okay, yeah. now, here's my thing. Somebody, at, at the time the second Hulk came out, the Incredible Hulk came out with Eric Bana, people were like, I mean, um, Edward Norton, they were like... Which one do you like better? I'm like, I like them both. I like them both. They're both great. I think that the um, the escape scene where he's running through all the little uh, like the little condos in Brazil, where he's going in and out of like mm-hmm. clothes lines with clothes hanging on him, and he's he's swinging through you know that stairs. Was... Incredible! It went yeah. so fast and it was so great. Okay, excellent. Okay, just in my seat there. Sorry. There was only one thing in Hulk that I thought it was kind of campy is when the bad guy, he, he gets exploded and they kind of freeze him like it's a comic book. You'll have to go back on it, but they freeze him in midair when he has a big old explosion on his back. That was the only thing that was really campy. But, you know, yeah. they, oh, man, that was, a, that was an excellent movie. So I did the Hulk. I, I actually don't own that yet, but I did see it on cable. Saved me, right. you know, 20 bucks. Oh, yeah, by the yeah. by the way, it actually saved me some money because I was looking for that movie on Blu-ray on Amazon, and mm-hmm. it said, "Oh, we have one um, that's coming from France," and I didn't want to take the chance of having this come in and only in right. French. <laughs> like, okay, right, I'll hold right. off on it. Luckily, HBO or Showtime had it on, so I just watched it. Okay, so that's Hulk, right? And then it was Iron Man one, right? Iron Man. And then it was The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Yeah, both released in the same year. Okay. Yeah. And then, okay, so then here comes Iron Man 2, um, Whiplash. Which I really enjoyed. And my I man. a lot of people. My man. Um, Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke with the bad Botox yeah. situation. Well, also bad surgery after some of the boxing. And that's the doc- right. The doctor botched it, but that's a whole other podcast. But he's the man. Yeah, he, he's I, the man. I really like Iron Man too, and I hear a lot of people go, well, it's not as good as the first one. I'm like, well, yeah, the first one was so anticipated and pretty much, you know, damn near perfect. They have a Ghostface so Killer have... song in, in Iron Man 1. Yeah. I don't know if you checked it, if you remember that. I remember but somebody mentioning that. I don't remember which one off the top of my head, but I was like, I have to go back and watch that and find that song he, now. It's, because it's the part when he is in the plane with um, Terrence Howard, who's a terrible actor to me, dude. I, I'm just not feeling that dude at all. <laughs> Don Cheadle's the man, dude. Hey, Don, Don, John. I, I wasn't feeling Don Cheadle at first. I was like, well, that kind of sucks. I wanted to see if Terrence Howard could actually handle it. And no, it turns out... He was a pain in the ass to work with too. So they're like, "Yeah, we're just gonna let you go." <laughs> the Your lesser time here is done. Lesser of two evils. Didn't he cry like on Oprah or something? Terrence Howard. Yeah. He cried. What's up with these guys about crying? Something. I don't know. He was whining about something. <laughs> oh, is his he's, family? Is his family? He's doing fine. He's got a TV show. Let him. Let him have his day in the sun. Now, you know. He had his chance to be the MCU, and he couldn't handle it. <laughs> Don Cheadle is a far better roadie. And we're just we're just going on from there. Okay, so. <laughs> 
All right, so now you re oh an another recast is how many times are we gonna have um um Howard Stark recast, dude? There was Howard Stark in Iron Man, then there was Howard Stark in in Iron Man two, or was I don't remember if Ter yeah well they showed just very little of him in Iron Man. Iron Man two he's played by one character, and I'm not sure if he got into Agent Carter, but then there was another guy who played either the grandfather of Tony Stark or his right. dad. You're like, dude, my bad. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's all water <laughs> but yeah dude so all, get, getting past all these recasts dude and yet we're having another fantastic four another one dude I, isn't I this like i tried watching that version from what was it a couple years ago i couldn't get through it it was with the dude from whiplash right the drummer from whiplash yeah it was him and michael b jordan that was just in black panther michael b jordan and right creed Creed, baby Creed. You know, and I, I, I turned it off like not even halfway through it. Really? I just I couldn't. So I'm hoping, because even though Comcast has come in and is trying to screw Disney out of getting the rights from Fox, I'm hoping Disney just lays down their big you know money schlong and just goes, no no no, <laughs> this is our shit. We want the movie rights back so we can get a decent Fantastic Four movie. Even if it's just introducing them. You want a no fantastic origin. You want a fantastic I want a Fantastic movie. Four movie, but done by the Marvel guys, or even just incorporate them somehow into the universe, even if it's just a passing cameo somewhere. I don't want another Fantastic Four. And Maybe I, not even their own movie, just and, have them show up somewhere. <laughs> if you, you have another Avengers right. down the line, maybe they somehow get pulled in. Right. And that's it. I like Jim from The Office, but I don't. I don't need another Fantastic Four movie. I, I'm I'm over Fantastic Four. You know he was actually considered for the role of Captain America at one point. Correct, but still. After a Quiet Place, I could kind of see where they saw. Well, it. there's an there's but. another thing, dude. Like, okay, we're gonna re <laughs> we're gonna have the guy who played Johnny Storm as the guy for Captain America, like. That that's what was throwing me off. I was like, "There's no way he's there's no way he can do it." And I now, was like, Chris Evans. And now you're like, "Dude, like, there's I'm no like, other person besides Chris Evans that can play I'll, Captain America." You know what? I'll be honest. When I saw okay, when I saw Infinity War, and this is minor spoiler, but we're gonna get to it a bit. When he first shows up, and you see him with like the longer hair and the beard, I was like, "Oh, dude, I haven't seen Infinity War." No, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Just kidding, people. <laughs> Just kidding. For a second, I was like, "Wait a minute, buddy." <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "I was like, he's a good-looking cat with a beard." This is. I was like, "Okay, back to this. Get back to the movie." I was like, "I'm not questioning, you know." But I'm like, and then there was a reason right, yeah. for all of that. I totally forgot there was a, there was a reason why he had the long hair because he's not really holding the emblem. Yeah, because after the events of Civil War. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And that that goes into that. that goes into another character that I totally forgot was created was Nomad. Nomad was the uh, yeah. See, <laughs> I'll just save you a Google search. It, it, in effect, it's just Tony. Uh, it's just um, Captain Steve Rogers as the non Captain America. Okay. Okay. But you're not gonna know that until you're you're really going down the wormhole of Google right, and. Right. And the more, all the the fanboys, so they try to incorporate Nomad, the character, into Steve Rogers' um, timeline. But yeah, dude, I'm I'm over the Fantastic Four. Don't need to see it. It's not going to be playing a major. They're getting ready for their next phase, right? Yeah. But again, coming into today, I'm like, I better be prepared and watch all of Phase One. At least I'll have five movies to talk. About. <laughs> Four movies to talk about. 
But um, I, if it were me, I would incorporate. Well, okay, I don't know if you remember this, but in the Incredible Hulk, they had a different. It was in a montage, but they had a different. Um, they had a different backstory of all the stuff that happened. The way Edward Norton, Bruce Banner became the Incredible Hulk. Right. They right. changed the whole thing from what, what was... I, I think they should have just left that out. They okay now another recasting. Okay, cool. We have Sam Elliott, or yeah, Sam Elliott yeah, as Sam the Elliott first as Thunderbolt Ross and the Ang Lee directed Hulk. Movie. And then we have John Hurt coming in, and he uh, actually uh, William, Hurt. William, William Hurt. Hurt. Well, yeah. yeah, my bad. And then they oh, have no, him. I wasn't trying to crunch. I just then he he shows up again as that same character. I'm not sure if it was Infinity War, but I just seen him. Maybe it was Black Panther. Yeah, he showed up in Infinity War. Uh, he had shown up in Civil War. And That's his, right. His first appearance was incredible. As that Hulk. character, I want to say it was the end credit scene of the first Iron Man. Where Tony, I think it was that he walked into a bar and saw him sitting there. No, that was that was something. the Incredible Hulk. Was it the Incredible Hulk? Okay, yeah, yeah. That's where Tony showed up. Okay, right. that was the last scene for that. So yeah, his first as that character, and he's been that character since. And I'm like, good, good little it little. Works. It little... works. I liked Sam Elliott. He brought a sort of intensity, like grizzled military. Yeah, guy. we don't we don't understand but, why he he had to be recast, but yeah, I guess it's just the whole thing where they're like, we're creating a universe, <laughs> we're gonna, you know, let's forget that version because it wasn't technically Marvel. <laughs> dude, my my girlfriend but, hates Gwyneth Paltrow. She hates her, and I'm like, dude, she's looking kind of cute as Pepper Potts. You know what? I don't mind her as Pepper Potts, but all her personal stuff, I can just she's fine as Pepper Potts. I'm fine with that. She works. <laughs> She works. Okay, so phase one, try to come in. I came up a movie short. I'll go get that at Walmart. I'll go get Steve Rogers, uh, Captain America. Um, but besides that, dude, saw Black Panther. I, I hear the, the soundtrack with Kendrick Lamar is incredible, but that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> Jeez Louise, Kendrick the Lamar. The music in that me. movie was really good. I mean, all of it. The Wakandan music, the hip-hop they incorporated. I mean, it was all... Do I believe all of the stuff that I hear for for the champion of the African-American superhero community? No. I don't. I don't. <laughs> no. Um, but I'm glad it's out there. I'm glad they established it. Um, somebody was telling me, well, all they do is just fight. There's no, like, origin story. Oh, okay, cool. I see that argument too, but you know, hey, dude, my man is Thor, and when you said Ragnarok, I was like, dude, the only guy I couldn't like really get into, kind of, but he kind of worked was um, uh, the dude from Jurassic Park. Oh, the guy that talks all yeah. I didn't understand his role in that, but you know I kind of do. I think it was just thrown in there as like we need somebody who. Is kind of kind of silly, charismatic. Yeah, because it had a real Guardians of the Galaxy feel to it, with the music they threw in. I mean, they threw in Led Zeppelin, the immigrant song, right? Two different times in the movie. I was like, yeah, yeah. all right, I'm down with that, right? And you just needed somebody who was kind of silly and quirky and seemed kind of like a villain, but not really, because he. I didn't really take him as a bad guy. I just saw him as someone who was like. This is just what I do. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just here. This is what happens. That's what I do. So I mean, did you watch it? Did you walk right out of the movie 
um, Infinity War, like, what the fuck did I just watch? Did you did you come out of that like, what did I just witness here? I did, I did. The movie, because it was the theater was, was quiet, dude. Nobody said nothing. I sat there. I waited through all the credits, like I always do, because you know we've been conditioned as fans of these movies. You don't just get up and leave, <laughs> right? When the screen goes black initially, and I right. saw people getting up and leaving. I'm like, well, I hope you saw this already, because I know there's stuff coming. Right. So, and when I walked out, I was just like, I was like, damn, that was really good. Damn, how are they going to rectify this? Damn, what did I just watch? Okay. And I actually listened to a podcast after that I had been holding on to. I didn't want to hear it because they talked about the whole movie. And they actually made a point that I really enjoy and I really think is true. This was the Thanos movie. This wasn't about all the other characters. Because when you think about it, this is about Thanos getting the Infinity Stones, laying out his plan, telling you why he's doing it, and then getting to the point, you know... I've Ultimately. never, I've never had it put down like that before. That that's a pretty. By the way, I was reading an article about the guy that created uh, Thanos. I believe it might have been Starlin, but the guy who created Thanos. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's a little, there's a little history behind all of that. Oh really? Yeah, you gotta. I'm gonna have to check that you, out. Yeah, Google research. Ask Grandma. Google. <laughs> <laughs> grandma knows everything but yeah i guess there was a way you know how they always they're always tweaking it and somehow right. they came to an agreement about this character showing up in the marvel movie and um they even showed some of the panels from um the infinity gauntlet right it was that the, yeah, the was infinity that the gauntlet series graphic the novel series, yeah, right graphic novel, yeah. and and the the last couple frames of that of that comic book were were similar to the they were trying to get that feel but I didn't understand it at all, dude. I didn't understand that how you could have it could have been crafted just a little bit different to make it interesting as an ending. Like right. Okay, your your ending to that movie depended on the um the last addendum scene, the last teaser, the last it depended on what you stayed after the movie for. There was no, um, they they left it way too open ended. I think they could have put like a little button on it that was a little bit better, and then added that extra, you know, right that extra tagline at the end. But um, I did not feel like, dude, like, oh, dude, we're gonna be seeing Captain Marvel. I think that, I don't know, it was just a bad ending. It was a bad ending story like formula wise it was a bad ending not saying that the ending itself was bad right but the way that they constructed it could have been done differently right and and i think their reason behind that because these are the same guys the russos who did captain america the winter soldier and they did civil war so because those two were like the highest i think they were a couple of the highest grossing out of all the marvel films at the time they brought them in to do Infinity War, and I think what they were trying to do was, let's not have a solid closed ending on this because we know there's going to be a second part to this. So let's let's end it, but leave it with a little bit of a question: is like, well, what's going to happen? Have everyone leave the theater going, what? But that's how it ends. What are you doing? So I kind of get it, but I see your point, and it makes sense. There could have been a little bit more of closure. I mean, not complete closure, but a little bit of something to be like, okay, 
that's the end. That's the end. And it takes away from that. It makes you think about like, hey man, when they first started advertising this, dude, they it could have been um they first advertised it as they were gonna put the one two movies in one like in one thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. What was the one movie? It was another science fiction movie. I forgot what it was, but it was a. Uh, Oh, we're going to do a one-two punch. Like, we're going to give you this one, and then we're going to give you this one, like, right after that. It wasn't a Star Wars flick. Oh. It maybe, uh, no, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings gave it to you, like, boom-boom. Yeah. It gave it to you right away. Like, you're you're going to be seeing this in, in – um, you're going to be watching the first one in January, let's just say. And then you're going to be watching the next one in November. Yeah. Like, you you don't have they, to wait a whole another. Well, they filmed all three of those at the same time. And I think they did the Correct. same with The Hobbit series. They filmed them all okay, so consecutively. Okay, so that's what I need. And I don't I need to. I think that's what happened with the Infinity War movies. They were still, I think they were still finishing up some post-production when this was released. But they figured we'll release them a year apart. Just probably because they can get it right in before that summer rush. And they can make sure, not only are they number one at the box office going into that summer season, but they're probably going to be able to sustain a little bit and still I, I think it's some of that summer movie money. I think it's pretty shitty, dude, that people, that they built this up as the one. <laughs> if you look at the long term of it, we've been waiting 10 years. Even the logo, the Marvel Studios logo has a little 10 symbol in yeah. there. I, I think that was pretty shitty for them to. So, are we wrapping this up in Avengers four? I think it's going to wrap up. Or is it going to be another Infinity Gauntlet movie? Avengers Infinity Gauntlet. So basically, we have a, a a movie that's like a graphic novel. I think what's going to happen is we're going to see. Obviously, we're going to see some characters come back. Right. Because nothing in comics is no death is ever permanent. Right. So. But I think what their plan is maybe wrap up certain characters, like their version is done, so we may get newer versions of that character. Okay. Maybe alternate timeline stuff. I don't know, because we really don't know where they're gonna go. So it's. I haven't thought about the alternate timeline option. But they've already talked about like Guardians Three is ready to go, and there's some other films that are ready and they're like well wait these are spoilers they're like well if you read comics and watch these movies they're not really spoilers because deaths aren't really permanent right the only permanent deaths are like uncle ben and you know <laughs> right. thomas and martha wayne as the, far as i know the there may be others is... <laughs> but they're the three people that have never come back <laughs> as far as i know <laughs> well i mean you know there there is uh, again, not really a spoiler if you if you follow comics and all this other stuff, but um, they're they're already talking about. I'm not sure how true it is in the comics, but they're saying Bucky at one point uh, replaces Captain America. Yeah, I've actually heard that Bucky replaces Captain America and Falcon actually takes up the mantle at some point too. Oh wow! So I'm like, actually, I would be okay if they handed it over to Falcon. I was like, you know what? He's kind of the guy that kind of Cap took under his wing kind of brought him into the Avengers, like, hey, you know, I can get you in. You're you're a hard-nosed guy. You know what you're doing. That's my guy. So I could see where he could kind of take it up and become the next Captain America. Did um, did it affect you? Did you care that um, Ant-Man and um, Hawkeye weren't in this one? Did you care? Didn't really bother me. Bothered me a little. Well, the only thing is because those two took the deal, if you think about it, they took the deal 
in Civil War to just go into hiding and not do their thing as heroes anymore. So they were like, you're going to abide by these accords and not really do anything? They're like, okay, yeah. They're like, fine. Go have your life. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) okay, I'll tell you why Ant-Man bothered me. First of all, Hawkeye, dude, I've just seen this, right? So I know what I'm saying. (laughs) Thor's, Hawkeye's first appearance in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is... Uh, today's Marvel Cinematic Universe, who knows what's going on, or if I might have missed a movie, is right. in Thor. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah. So, and I, I didn't shield, really, I didn't really, again, movies. I didn't really believe in um, <laughs> Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. But dude, there's nobody else is going to be playing yeah, Hawkeye. That's I, like, that's your guy. You know, for goes, me. Well, Hawkeye just is really good at shooting bow and arrows. I'm like, yeah, but he also seems like he's intelligence and all this. I mean, he's the man. That's your guy. He's and. I don't see another guy who could play that role. Okay, here it is. Here's another one that just bothered that. Why, uh, dude? Ant Man should be in there. The reason why I'm saying that is because my man, um, Hank Pym, is the Avengers right. in my. Oh yeah, when you go back, because I looked up all about the uh, comics and everything. And He's the man. Yeah, I mean, he basically started and technically. Hank Pym created Ultron. It wasn't Tony Stark. So, Correct. But I see why they had to change things. They're like, we've already established this far into the universe. We can't really... And there is a Scott Lang start. in the comic books. There yeah. is a character yeah. that does take on that Ant-Man exactly. mantle. Yeah. But, dude, you're the man, dude. You're the man. Yeah. Like, you should be in there. You should be in there. But I do like they tied it into him. I mean, essentially, you can be like, he did work with... Howard Stark. It seems like they've kind of tied that together a little bit, where Pym and Stark probably knew each other and worked together. Not it, in the Avengers fashion, but we know that Pym also used that technology as Ant-Man back in the day. Correct. So, um, Let's see. Yes, that is definitely true with that guy. But he, it, it bothered me that he wasn't in Avengers. It, and that, man, you add Michael Douglas and you add uh, Homeshake from... Fellowship of the Rings or whatever. What's her name? Yeah. Oh, it's um. She plays the Angelina Lily. Right. Plays, uh, the Wasp. Now she's gonna be the Wasp. You add those three characters into into Avengers, you're out of control, dude. Boom. See, I think maybe they were holding them. They're like, we don't want to lay out all our cards and have all these guys showing, so we want to hold on to them as like, maybe as like, okay, we've just seen so many people just disappear now. Right. So who do we still have? So you can bring in Ant Man, Wasp, okay. and Hawkeye. The, be like, hey, we need you guys. Avengers Assemble. Yeah, you know. Um. Oh, dude, I have another one. It's on my. It's on the tip of my tongue. Oh, the um. The role of Star Lord in the Avengers movie. <laughs> Did it piss you off? Was it too hokey? Was it? And we're not. I'm not going to say what he does. But what did you think about his role in there? I actually thought it was was fine when you consider the evolution of the character and the relationship that we're kind of hinting towards. It did make sense. In that kind of situation, you know, emotions will run high, so... Too dramatic? No, I, I didn't think it was too dramatic. I thought it was a little hokey drama there. A little hokey. Come I, on, Star-Lord! Come I on! It. I mean, he is human after all. Well, part human. And Kurt Russell as a dad. Oh, like it, man, that was awesome. That, but I, now we're talking about Guardians, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, oh, come on. Kurt Russell, his ego was awesome. I mean, 
technically, again, not directed from the comics, because Ego was just a planet in the comics, but I, James Gunn has not done any wrong with those Guardians movies in my eyes. Really? Yeah. I I, I want to see more Sly. I want to see Sly. My man Sly. Hey, you know, maybe Guardians 3 will see him. Oh, my goodness. That's just... So those are the things that needed to get off my chest. I'm like, dude, like, man... <laughs> what is going on, Star Lord? Like, dude, like, you're just too what? I'm liking the sister. Um, I want to say Gamora, but that's not her. Is it her name? Uh, Nebula. No, the sister. Yeah, Nebula is a sister, but yeah, Gamora. Is Gamora's skin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Colombiana, as I like to refer to her. <laughs> I love to refer to her as Colombiana. So Go check that her. one. <laughs> Go check that one, people. It's worth your money. I have not seen that one. I'll have to check because I heard she plays. She's pretty badass. She's bad. Just to see her in a badass movie, you know, yeah. just like whatever. Is is it going to win awards? No, but it's very entertaining. Right. Um, yeah, dude, needed to get those things off my chest. I'm like, dude, what did you think about this? What did you think about that? Black Panther played a major role in that. Yeah, I think they needed to establish that character. I would have given somebody else a solo shot. In, in the Avengers, like, let's see a Vision movie. What did you think about the Vision? You know, I I liked Vision from the time he, you know, I didn't know anything about Vision going into the movie. So I was like, this is a completely new character I know nothing about. New to me, anyway. Right. I know he's been established for years in the comics, but I liked it. And I kind of liked the fact that it was this, like, you know, artificial intelligent being which we all know started out as Jarvis. Jarvis. Correct. You know, gets put into this body by Ultron. Yes. With an Infinity Stone. Yes. But I like the fact that this, the character evolved to start to feel, to start to realize, like, I'm kind of more than just this artificial body with this artificial intelligence. Right. So I'm hoping for more going into the next Avengers film. Like, maybe Vision isn't gone, essentially. Right. Oh, but yeah. I don't know. I mean... You don't know. There's no telling. I mean, a Vision movie would kind of be cool. They would probably have to do it, like, with Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Which, I mean, whatever, however they do it. But I wouldn't mind seeing a Vision solo movie. I'm loving me some Wanda, dude. I can't take... Oh, that girl is just <laughs> incredible. Who would have thought the youngest of the Olsen sisters? Huh? Incredible. That chick is out of control. But, um, yeah, dude, Vision. Vision's my guy. Thor's my guy. The the one thing I liked about, like, Civil War, too, is that, um, also, is that um, it, it showed you the repercussions of what happened in Ultron. Exactly. Sokovia, right? Yeah. Okay, the reason why we're asking you to register is because... You guys aren't perfect, and your shit just fucked up a lot of other people. Exactly. People exactly. lost their lives. There were, you know, things happened, and there were consequences because of their actions. Right. Whereas other movies that have sequels, you don't really see any of that continuity other than characters may reference something once in a while. Right. Marvel's really good about keeping those events. There's actions, and then there's consequences for those actions. No, I've so never, was... I've never read the book Civil War. Uh, a comic book head of mine was telling me, like, yeah, dude, there were, there, you know, there was a lot of other things that went on and stuff. Because I was like, 
Steve Roger dies in the in the comic book, right? Yeah, he dies, but you know, there's a lot of this guy takes up the mantle or whatever. But you know, there the idea and you know the X Men movies try to play into this too. Right. Okay, we have to register these mutants that you have to be accountable. Yep. But to me, who's to say that the person that is asking for accountability is the right person to ask for that accountability? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like we can't have you all just checking every mutant, every superhero. Like who gave you the power? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And there's the thing that I that I felt while it's still similar between X Men and what they did in Civil War with the registration. I think with X Men. There was underlying tones of like, we want you to register so we can keep track of you, know what your abilities are. It sort of kind of called back to when we saw Magneto and his family get thrown into concentration camps. It kind of, to me, was kind of a callback to that in a way. Like, well, we can't have you, this certain sect of people that are different, running around unchecked. So we right. want to make sure we have you on tabs at all times. So I'm like, eh. Whereas Civil War was more like, if you're going to go out there and do this, we're going to have guidelines for you, and you need to be held accountable. And if you do something we don't deem appropriate, we're going to court-martial your ass and throw you in prison. Well, the I'm other like, thing, the other oh, thing to that is it's a little – the way I see it as being different is that S.H.I.E.L.D., the U.S. government, the United Nations, whoever wanted to keep tabs on these guys talking about Civil War, wanted to keep tabs on them as – as weapons, right? It's a little different than keeping tabs on them as, as a you know a threat to humanity. Right. We we want to keep you as a as a special weapon. In Thor, it was like yeah, he um, Coulson, Agent Coulson tells him you are using um, you are using weapons that are not um, registered or not authorized by the U- U.S. government. He he referred to it like you are not. Using weapon, the weapon as a reg- that is registered with us, right? You know, okay. So all of these heroes are superheroes. He he had no idea this came from Asgard. Yeah, he had no Asgard, idea. Like... Asgard, father, <laughs> father, father. He had no idea what he was dealing with, but the, what he, yeah. what information that he had on him, you know. Now I have I've missed like three or four seasons of uh, Agents of Shield. Yeah, I, I never. Ooh, I never man. Into any of that. The, the big major mistake in not incorporating more of these guys in in that series. They had uh, Lady Sif, right. which is Tattoo Girl from that NBC show. What is oh that? yeah, yeah. Um, I know what you're talking about. She had all the tattoos on her, and there was a mystery or something. Yeah, like they all were. Like, well, Lady Sif shows yeah. up in in one of the. Um, in one of the Agents of Shield, and so it's kind of like a throw. And I fell for this, man. I fell for this bad, and I shouldn't have. But you always get the um, okay. So let's say in the comic books, Secret Wars happens, right? And they and the story concludes, and everything's tied up in a nice little bow. But again, there are repercussions of what's going on with Sukovia after all of that. Right. And you end up buying the comic, thinking, "Oh, this is going to be a good one. It's going to be a Secret War tie-in," and it's just like a little panel. Giving you the yeah, one or two lines, one I, little panel. yeah. Right. So, kind of like the Agents of Shield, and um, kind of fell into that system. But a um, little upset that Mockingbird's not in the Avengers because I think the actress who plays her is just, just silly, dude. She is so gorgeous to me, dude. Like, yeah, see, I, I don't know because I never watched it. Well, so I may have to go back and check them out. Now. Well, as far as comics go, they have the Avengers and then they have the West Coast Avengers. Right. Hawkeye and Mockingbird were a, a team. 
Right. So it, I would like to see uh, Mockingbird and the Avengers show up, but that's never going to happen. Same thing with Suicide Squad. Do you, ever, do you watch Arrow and all that? I know it's shifting yeah, gears I've, here. I've kind of lost track for a little bit, not because I don't want to watch it, just because there's so much to watch. Right. So I don't know everything, but I did watch the seasons where they formed their version of the Suicide Squad. Which I think they should have rolled with those guys, dude, yeah. personally. Honestly, if you want to do do it right, you got to kind of follow what Marvel's doing. They know what they're doing. They've been doing it for 10 years. Right. They incorporated their TV show. Yeah, they don't have the big stars that show up on there. I mean, they had Lady Sif, but she's not, you know, Chris Evans caliber or Hemsworth, you know, these guys caliber, but caliber, not caliber. I, I'll have to ask Grandma what, what that what that show is. But, yeah, it's... It, my chick loves that show. Like, oh, she's all tattooed up, and like, I think it's because you like the tattoos. Not has nothing to do with with what's yeah, going I, on. God, I can't remember what the name of the show is. Well, whatever. We'll we'll check it out. We'll and see. I but remember because she was like crawling out of a bag in the middle of Times Square or something, <laughs> and she's just covered in tattoos. I'm like, what the hell is this show? And then they showed the name, and I can't remember. Yeah, it's like Memento. Yeah, right. That's like, what it reminds me. I'm, I'm like, so this is kind of a Memento thing where they're gonna figure something out, but everything's different. Yeah, so if they had Lady Sif, well, Agents of Shield. Last, I try to get into, I try to get back into the show, whatever. Have to upgrade my Netflix account in order to watch. <laughs> but the the bottom line, they uh, the bottom line is they have a um, a Mexican ghostwriter. I think that's incredible, incredible way yeah, to flip on I, that. I heard people talk about that. They're like, well, how are they going to do it? Because they really screwed it up with the two Ghost Rider movies. Oh, oh talk, talk to me about those. Do you like and those movies? I liked them. I like them for the fact that they're they're just kind of campy. Like, the second one really embraced the over-the-top with all the action sequences. Okay. I don't think either of those movies were setting out to be, like, a serious, hard-nosed, like, dark, gritty kind of thing. Correct. They were just fun. Right. Like... You need those movies. Like, if you really wanted to do a darker Ghost Rider, then put it on Netflix with those series. You know, if you want... Like The but, Defenders and, yeah. and Luke Cage. But and, from what I've heard, they have a really good version on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., this guy doing it. Like, And I saw some of the images. Like, I went and looked up clips from the show when he would change it. I'm like, damn, that, that looks pretty damn good. Yeah. So it, it's all over the place. I think they could have made room for, you know, you open up the, the possibilities for all of these characters to show up, dude. Like, hey, let's see Daredevil in the Avengers. Let's see Luke Cage. Yeah, and, like, but those guys, as far as you know, a lot, a lot of going on, a lot of stuff going on with those guys. Yeah, we're we're trying to. We're getting right into Jessica Jones right now. Me and my chick, we're like, yeah, go girl, go. Girl. I love the first season. I got to get back into the second season, but I'm trying to juggle. That and watching Punisher at the same time. So incredible. Two, incredible. Everything I've seen of Punisher is like incredible. perfectly done. Now, you've seen Daredevil. Yeah. Okay, oh, so. Yeah, I've seen both seasons of Daredevil. I'm highly anticipating season three. And then Punisher. You saw the, the, the first. You're into the first season? I'm like? into the first season. I'm about five episodes in, I think, at okay. this point. So. <laughs> my, girl, but, my girl does not like Iron Fist. She's over it. You know what? I heard a lot of people complaining, and the ones I heard complaining were a lot of the ones who read the comics. Okay. I enjoyed it. They were like, his martial arts doesn't look good. He doesn't fit the character. I'm like, We're just getting started, people. We're just getting started. I'm like, 
you have to realize they're taking some creative license with these characters to kind of fit them into a television role. You can't take somebody like Iron Fist and have him wear the green and yellow outfit and make it look legit. Like with Daredevil, it's a little different. He started out in the black, and then you see him get that red costume because he goes to the guy that was making the armored suits for Kingpin. That's right. And he's like, listen, I can protect you, but you're going to give me something in return. Right. I need some of that armor. I need you to make me a suit. You're like, okay, Daredevil had a suit in the comics. It makes sense. Well, I, I like the way they, they, they play on those kind of things, though. Like, there's a there's a Luke Cage. Have you seen that? Luke Cage? Oh, yeah. Okay, where they showed him when he busted out and he had the... It, right. There's a little throwback to that. There's a little wink, wink. You know, you're like, all right, cool. The, like the tiara thing yeah and he's like he's like yeah whatever bro he's like Psh, you know he's like whatever that's cool i like how yeah, they throw throwbacks nods like that are cool howard the duck and guardians right that like, was so cool you're like that oh so shit cool. i might i might see a howard i could see a little howard the duck no leah thompson no josie and the pushy no, no, cats no. kind of, of that rock do, group do an actual howard the duck yeah don't go well we're gonna use the name and just create whatever the hell we want <laughs> I'm wondering if George Lucas did a ton of cocaine before that movie. Well, you know, whoa, that's a whole wow. nother, that's a whole nother thing. Wow. You've seen the movie? Oh You've yeah, seen the, the solo I saw it movie? as a kid. No, no, not no. solo. Not you haven't solo. seen it. I haven't it. seen Solo yet. Yeah, I saw it. again. Josie and the put Howard the Duck, ship, ship, ship. Yeah, 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 yeah come on. That man. and we got to see duck titties, and then she had sex <laughs> with Howard the Duck. I, I'm like, <laughs> As a kid, I was like, oh, this movie's kind of weird, so I kind of like it. And then growing up, I saw it again. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Man, I'm like, this is a horrible movie for what, Tim Robbins to get his start. What is that? What, what, why, why are those movies made? Because they weren't taking them as serious like movies? Or they were just, were they thinking comics? What were they? Th- I think they were just thinking like, hey, it's something that hasn't been done yet. Let's just do it. There's this character who exists, let's just do it, I think is all it boiled down to. I don't know the whole story of how they went in to get Howard the Duck. Because at the time, I figured, oh, this is just something that they came up with to make a movie about. Didn't know anything about the comics then. And then found out later, oh, he's a Marvel character? Oh, they didn't do it to the story, basically. Okay. So it's basically just your, you're just your on-staff screenwriter, if those existed, we'll just kick this one out. I think so. I just I think Lucas acquired the rights to do the movie and was like, "Sure, why not? We'll do it." Let's see what ILM can do yeah. today. We'll yeah. do Howard the Duck, and that's what we got. We got Leah Thompson and <laughs> I just Tim think Robbins these, and... I just think these guys have really thought about. First of all, you have to be in the comic book world in order for you to take it seriously, right? That's yeah. why that's why we're here today. You, exactly. You have to be in that in that culture to really give it the respect and the time it takes for you to come up with a script that that goes into the human the human psyche, the human exactly. culture in order for you to come out with an experience that you get in these movies. Exactly. But exactly. If you're just a casual fan going in, well, it, it's so we're okay. So were they on to something when they did? Wow, I 
I can't even think about it. Like, were they onto something more than than what, did it start off with being taken seriously, seriously with Spider Man, or do you think they took it seriously when they did the Ang Lee version of the Hulk? I think or Hulk. They, I think more so with Spider Man because we got Macho three Man movies because <laughs> you got Macho Man in there. Oh, R.I.P. Macho Man. Oh my guy, yeah. that's my guy. Uh, but when did when yeah, did it make I, that turn? When did when did we it, start really start getting serious about these things? Marvel I, did. I think it really started then with those Spider-Man movies by Sony because you had one actor portraying the main character through three films. You had other supporting actors who were still there through three films. So it wasn't just okay. Well, we did the first one, but you know this guy doesn't want to come back as this character. So yeah, you're right. We're gonna recast him with this guy. Oh, Tobey Maguire's off doing another movie, so we'll just bring in Jake Gyllenhaal, who was a choice in the beginning anyway. Do, so. do, was um I forgot the timeline, but was um the X Men movies after Spider Man? Yes, they were like in the two thousands, right? Uh, actually, I think X Men may have come out before, so it may have started with X Men actually. Right, and looking, you talk. Yeah, you're gonna ask Grandma right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look and see because I'm completely. I want to make sure I get this right because all I need is somebody to send some feedback. (laughs) You didn't know what you were talking about. Who was that idiot that was talking about all this? So I'm looking up the X Men movie first. Because it's it again. You have to be serious. X Men came out in 2000. Okay, so McGuire probably came out because I I remember when that first one came out. Spider Man came out in 2002. It's hard looking at those first X Men flicks, dude. Yeah, hard, dude. Yeah, it's two and three. I I despise three. Yeah, so Spider Man was two years later. So technically, we can say the shared universe thing started with the X Men. Yeah. Or the keeping characters, main characters cast, keeping it several films, keeping it serious. Of course, they're gonna get star power. That's that's number one over story. I think they're like okay. Well, this guy kind of looks like uh, Logan. We'll get this dude. Yeah, I think then it was more star power. They wanted some names. I mean, Hugh Jackman wasn't a huge name at the time here. Right. But you had Halle Berry. You had Patrick Stewart. Right. So you had a, you had Ian McKellen. So you had some hard hitters in there who could kind of go <laughs> these other guys up. Going back to the then... Fantastic Four movie, dude, you're not believing that Jessica Alba is Invisible Girl. Nope. You're not believe. There's nope. no reason. We're just putting this out there just because we want to get the fans. Ugh. We want to cash in on what the what the young kids are doing, right? Yeah. And they were like, "Hey, she's a hot name. Let's use her." Hey, this Chris Evans guy. He was in, you know, not another teen movie. So let's make him drive <laughs> the dude. The dude who played the uh, the the dirty cop on the Shield, right? <laughs> what was that oh, name? God. Yeah. Yeah. He was Vic Mackey. Uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, Michael Chiklis. Michael, Michael Chiklis. Chiklis. Good memory, dude. Yeah. I like that Reed Richards, by the way, but I couldn't like. I, and I forgot. I liked I, him too. I didn't see Fantastic Four two, The Silver Surfer, but I'm kind of wishing that I did. I did, and I don't remember any of it. That's how much of a impression. Man, I remember that one part in X Men, but hey, do you remember that one part of that? Nah, don't remember <laughs> it at all. Remember Silver Surfer? Would this have? Nope. It's like just it's been wiped. Well, okay, let, let's just, talk about no that. This is what I've heard through the grapevine, right? Coming with this new Captain Marvel movie. That's that's out there. You know, we have the we have the trailers. We have all the things that's going on with that. Are we going to be seeing more of the? And by the way, dude. By the way, <laughs> oh my goodness. Before we even get, let's put a button into that. Hey, dude, my man, the 
my group, the Inhumans, they took a, took a total dump, dude. Like, yeah. You, did you see any of that? I didn't. I saw the trailers, and they were like, it's coming to theaters. We're going to release. It was supposed, I think it was supposed to be a movie, and then they said, no, we're going to scale it back to a TV show. Terrible. They released one episode in theaters, I think, and then to television, and it just didn't go anywhere. Two, maybe three episodes deep, and it just wasn't. They were on to something, dude. They were on to it, it was, and then I don't know what that's happened. another. That's their first stumble, I think. Well, because look back, Guardians. Yeah. Even comic book fans were like, "What?" I had no idea going in who they were. Yeah. Lots of comic fans were like, "How are you going to make that a movie? That doesn't seem right." You're right. Gonna, this is going to be the failure. So they took something that was relatively unknown by a bunch of people, even people who read comics may not have read those, and it was a huge success. So what happened with the Inhumans? Something that may not be known by a lot of, you know, even comic fans, maybe they didn't read it. They had just heard the name in passing, didn't know too much about them. So how do you stumble with that, but you get Guardians to succeed Well, so I well. think they it's... fell into the, I think they fell into the, uh, the Fantastic Four predicament again. Let's just put this thing out there. That's probably what it was. I mean... Because they could have done a lot better. They could have done a lot of things different with the... And I, I saw it. I saw, like, the first two episodes, and I'm like, wow, okay, that looks kind of cool. But then you're like, dude, that that dog, man, he could they could do so much with that dog. And then just they kind of made him, you know... Like... They have dog trainers out there, guys. Well, like, yeah, I mean... <laughs> why does everything have to be CGI and, you know... Uh, but I, uh, I, I love the Inhumans. I love the the story of it. I, yeah. I don't know all of the, the the whole history, but I love that group, and they could have done a lot Inhumans, better. They're supposed to be. They're like okay, humans, kind so, of right. I mean, in a sense, or not really stellar. But... Okay, this is what I'm getting back to. Here we go. So okay. they're more of the cosmic side of Marvel than the the Silver Surfer, the okay. Captain Marvel, um, uh, Silver Surfer, Captain Marvel. And since we're talking about Guardians, a dude, Adam Warlock, are we going to be seeing that dude anytime soon? See, that's the thing. I've heard James Gunn go, oh, he's not going to be in any of the Infinity War movies. But. Why not? We also got told for a long time, Spider-Man's not going to be in any of the Marvel films. And here he is. We're still negotiating to try and see if we can make a proper Spider-Man movie with Sony. And the next thing you know, they're like, oh, hey, here's a trailer for Infinity War. And guess what? Spidey shows up. Okay, what? So we were we've been bait and switch so many times. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? Adam Warlock could show up in Infinity War, and I'm wondering if between Warlock and Captain Marvel, that's what's going to be essentially what helps to take down Thanos. But I really don't know. I don't know a lot about Adam Warlock. You know what I know? I saw him in the X Men uh, cartoon in the '90s. Okay, one time. I had one of those little Marvel trading cards on him, and I thought his name was really cool. So I'm like, Adam Warlock, that's actually a really cool name. Right, the, the so design. When, so when I saw Guardians 2, and they were like, oh, hinting at Adam, I'm like, oh, shit. Well. Okay. So my thing is, okay, so you have all these super beings, these supernatural beings, right? Right. Like, why can't we see another uh, incarnation of uh, Silver Surfer? Because he's a part of that. Yeah. He's part of all that stuff. How could yeah. you not have how could you talk in other words, how could you talk about Thanos, Captain Marvel, um, Adam Warlock without talking about Silver Surfer? Because the whole he... thing is the rights because technically Fox oh, because yeah. he's so tied to Fantastic Four. 
they're like, well, he's included in the movie rights that Fox owns for the Fantastic Four stuff. So, so at this point, you're thinking Silver Surfer, Adam Warlock, we're not going to be seeing those guys anytime soon. Adam Warlock will show up, Silver Surfer, unless Disney is able to acquire those rights from Fox or buy Fox outright and just own it. Okay, Disney. I don't think we're going to see Silver Surfer anytime soon. Because it's podcasts like this and fans like us that you start making your moves. I'm asking you, please, please get Silver Surfer onto the screen. Because wasn't there like a, a wasn't there a famous voice tied to Silver Surfer? Yeah, Larry Fishburne. Oh, oh come sorry, on. Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. It's and furious. If you brought him back. He has that voice. It could, you could bring him back, in. Marvel. Bring him back. We and need I mean, more people. You could even bring back the same guy who did the motion capture for the character of the Silver Surfer, uh, Doug Jones, who's done a lot of that stuff. He was Abe Sapien in Hellboy. Okay. And he was great because he's got that lanky frame, and Silver Surfer is this tall silver guy. So I mean, speaking you know. of, just really quick, let's di- let's digress here for a second. <laughs> what do you think about the new Hellboy? What What do you think about that coming out? You know what? I was at first really bummed. Because I wanted to see Del Toro get his third movie that he had set up and he wanted to do. Right. I wanted to see Ron Perlman get a final shot at Hellboy because I really liked what he was doing. So when I heard that they had recast and they were going the R-rated route, I'm like, I don't know, man. You lose Del Toro, you, you might lose something. But then I started seeing the images of this guy in the Hellboy makeup. Okay. I'm sold. On that alone, I think we're going to be good. Stranger Things? Love it. That's the guy, right? Yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I'm I with think you, dude. It's going to be good. And it, it does help that uh, Ron Perlman has given his blessing to the guy. Right. Because, I mean, when you think of Hellboy right now, you automatically think Ron Perlman at this point when it comes to movies. I mean, at least I do. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Ron. Ron. Yeah, Ron. <laughs> yeah, Ron. But yeah, I think the the actor who's playing him is uh, David Harbour. He's, he's the sheriff Correct. in Stranger Things. So Correct. Apparently, he was like... Do you have these things written down? How do you know this guy's name, dude? I'm like, hey, the dude from Stranger Things. Hey, who's that dude who did the voice from um, Silver Surfer that I never saw? This is, this is part of my illness. I remember a lot of <laughs> That's right. randomly. That's right. Jeopardy! I'll pull oh, it out. Of, I'll pull it out of my ass and rabbit question. Like, how do you remember? Even my dad will ask me, like, "How do you remember that?" I'm like, "I don't know. It just happens." Computing, computing. I'll, I'll forget stuff for work, but then you ask me, like, "Hey, do you remember uh, Ron was... Perlman?" Yeah, Hellboy. They'll be like, "Hey, do you remember uh, in like Guardians of the Galaxy? There was that one character, and you know, it was like vines or something." I'd be like, "You're talking about Groot. He was a tree." <laughs> oh yeah, and then I'd be like, "How could you forget Groot?" Vinny of D. All characters. How do you forget Groot? <laughs> my man, Vinny D. As Groot. His best acting performance. Oh man! And this is coming from a guy who enjoys the Fast and Furious series. Just oh my god! They are not good movies, but they are fun movies. What about like Triple X and all those? You, you I saw the those? first one. I was like, okay. And then I saw Triple X: State of the Union with Ice Cube, and I was like, Ooh. but didn't he have another movie that had like a little trilogy to it? Uh yeah, uh, Pitch Black, and then he was doing the Riddick character from Riddick. That. All right, so that'll do it for episode four of the Skewered Universe podcast, part one in our two-part Marvel discussion. I hope you guys enjoyed it. In the meantime, before I drop episode five on you with part two of that Marvel discussion, why don't you guys head on over to skeweredhead.com. You can check out the Skewered Universe blog right there. 
You can also download the podcast at Podomatic at skeweduniverse.podomatic.com. It's also available in the Google Play Store, and it should be available on iTunes. I'm still working that out just to give you guys an update there. You can also find us on Twitter with the podcast episode, podcast specific Twitter handle of at skeweru. Just look us up under Skewered Universe. You'll find it there. Go ahead and follow us. I'll be putting updates there regarding the podcast, the blog, and whatever else I feel like updating there. You can also find us on Instagram. That is skewered underscore universe. Basically just, again, updates regarding the show and maybe posting pictures of some new movies I get, games, and whatever else I feel like posting there. I don't do a whole lot on Instagram, but figured, what the hell. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode, and we'll be dropping episode 5 for you pretty soon. In the meantime, keep enjoying the universe that's just a little bit skewered. Later, guys.